Are you that friend who's always afraid of social situation? Are you that friend who's living paycheck to paycheck? Are you that friend who thinks twice before purchasing a bubble tea? Oh my god, that sounds like all three of us! Not anymore, you are listening to Broke No More, where we talk in and out about business and startups. Welcome back and you are listening to Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. We are broke no more. This is Lakshmi. This is Javier. And this is all with Otto and Shah Rosha. Okay guys, so what are we talking about today? What's all the fun about? Oh my god, have you all watched the Apple new iPhone launch yesterday? I mean, the press conference is so interesting. I have to be honest, I did not know. I'm the one person of the universe that didn't know Apple released a new phone. Is it what? iPhone 36 or 37, what's the new one? Says the person with the iPhone, you know. <laughs> it's because it's practical, not because I'm following it. But like, which which version has been released now? 14 Pro and 13 and 13 Pro. So there are four models released, I guess. Ooh, so what's, what's new? I thought 13 was released last year. Yeah, I think 13 is, because I have a 13, so I think it's... <laughs> oh, sure. Then it's 14. So I 14 and 14. 14 Pro. Yeah, so I'm probably with 13, I guess. Okay, I'm not guess an Android guy. someone was listening yesterday. Oh, so oh. someone's an Android guy. Yep, someone's an Android guy right here, and you're hearing from him right now. <laughs> so talking about Apple, let's start with it. And what is your expectation towards Apple? I don't really have much expectation. I'm from, I'm still using my iPhone 12, so I don't even know what upgrades iPhone 13 bring. I had to get 13 because my iPhone, previous iPhone, literally died. And Wait, so, that's the key part, iPhone. You have always been using an iPhone. Because it's very practical. When you use a MacBook, it's easy to, you know, airdrop, stuff like that. Wait, let me just ask you a curious question. Yep. What is the first iPhone that you use? What's the first phone? or iPhone? First iPhone. iPhone. We don't care about the first phone because that will be probably Nokia or something. Yeah, it's Nokia. The one where it, you throw it down like Nokia 700 Nokia 3310. I still love it. <laughs> they they call it the it. indestructible phone. It is the indestructible phone. But it is. So the main thing is we want to know what which is the first iPhone. iPhone. I think it was either a 3 or a 4. Like it was one of my mom's or dad's that they gave it because they were not used. Oh my god, iPhone 3 is like so 2009. Yeah, it was. It Dude, was it's this. time flies so fast, right? It really was because like my dad got the iPhone and he used it for like several years I'm like the youngest kid so you get all the the trash all the reused ones the reused laptop reused earphones I think I had the privilege I started off with iPhone 3GS and um, back then no one was using smartphone I was the first person to use smartphone in my entire class as a primary school student oh my god that's flex dude that's really big flex I got it during my secondary or higher secondary schooling same I got my first phone when I was 17 like a actual wait first phone like the I wouldn't consider like Nokia's like the Okay, first phone. smartphone. First smartphone seventeen. But I mean it's been a long way since like mm. uh, back in two zero zero nine we didn't know that Apple would blow up and then with the iPhone release, oh my god, it took the ma- entire handphone market by storm. And yeah, so I mean in, in terms of startup, we do see like how f- companies have innovated and also like capture new markets through new innovations. Yep. And I think you're wondering why we are talking about Apple because everyone started small. They were a small startup once as well. And now that they've taken over the world, it's just a reminder that you could start something and who knows, you could take the world over. And the most important know? thing, it was started when they were in university. 
Exactly. And you know, something surprising about Apple is in like the startup culture, people always say, find a problem and then come up with a solution. But for Apple, right, there was no problem per se. When Steve Jobs was thinking of smartphones, no one wanted smartphones. He was someone to create a disruptive technology and he, he created something that no one thought they needed. I mean, you can always create things that no one knows they need. And then exactly. when they use it, I mean, the thing about it, let's think about Grab or Uber. Who, who knew that you need right hailing? There was taxis all around. But why yep. do we yeah, go exactly. for Grab? And we were all talking about Apple's and the way they're going to start up their new phones. And yeah, last episode, to have a small and quick recap, we were talking about startups starting up and what was the, what a startup, how to do it, and whether you are the right person for a startup. If you haven't listened to it, please do check out it on Spotify. It's available in Radio Pulse. And now, today, we're going to talk about how to balance when you're, when you're starting a startup and you're going to start as a side hustle. So in that case, how do you balance it with your full-time work or full-time job? Okay, so why we want to talk about this topic, the main reason is that if you look at most of the startups, they all started at a young age and especially at, the, at our university age. Mm, so that's true. That's a, it's also one of the best times for us while we're in university. Do a startup, start creating a business and maybe make an impact in this world. So, so how do you balance? Some people might think, Oh my god, schoolwork is so, so tiring already. How do I still manage mm. another business? So, right now, we are also creating a podcast you can see as a side hustle. Yeah, I think all of us here have way more side hustles than just the podcast in school. And yes. um, what do you think is the reason? Like, do you think it's passion? Do you think we like it? What, I think, what's your reasoning? I think for university students, there are two main things why we take up things beyond school. I think what well, first, well, first thing is definitely passion. Yeah. Uh, but not everybody follows that passion. So I there are also it. definitely I people who follow like resume. I knew you were gonna say this. Um, Will you like disagree with me? No, right? No, I can't disagree with him because ninety percent of the things we do has to go on the resume. You know, you add something, so that makes sense. But do you don't you think a side hustle for a resume is a bit too much? I don't think someone would start a side hustle for purely resume basis. What do you think, Roshan? I guess it's based on how the output comes. If the startup has a good reach, I guess it's uh, worthy to have a mention because I had people who done their startups, my my friends, okay? And they were very successful and I guess they can uh, put it up in their resumes. I think one, one thing about it is that uh, when we do a side hustle, it's either for passion mm. or for money. But it could also be for both. So originally, it may not be a money-making venture, but eventually... Uh, as we develop, it suddenly became a money-making venture for us and it took over as a full-time job. So like, for example, I had a TikToker friend who was also just doing TikTok for fun. Mm. But eventually became a main job and a full-time job because it was suddenly gaining her lots of like uh, income and revenue stream. Uh, my mind was going with an YouTuber when uh, Zevi was about to say this example. I also thought, yeah, a lot of people do YouTubes and stuff. They talk about their interests first. And once they start to get a good amount of money, they add more efforts. And once it is like they kind of dedicate their mm-hmm. schedule, first they dedicate to both. At one point, their schedule kind of diverts towards their startup or the interest, mm-hmm. which at one point they say, okay, the other one I am not focusing, let me quit it and start my own. I mean, get a full-fledged uh, involvement in my startup, I guess. Coming coming from the media industry, you'll see that actually, uh, I'm not sure about other industry, but for media, a lot of the your YouTubers, your influencers, they all started in the university space. 
because this university this university space provides you the flexibility in your timetable to do what you want. Because you create your own timetable in that sense. I no, mean I we agree, I agree. We all have the privilege of creating our timetable, which is which is why it allows us to create a side hustle. Mm. So for example, if your side hustle is maybe like you are doing a business related to the nightlife, mm. then you create a a timetable that fits that nightlife. You won't want morning classes. You can squeeze yeah. your classes into the afternoon and then uh, have your uh, be running your business in the nighttime. Or maybe you are catering to the US audience, which is mm. on the complete different time zone from us. You beca- Because of this flexibility in like university, you are able to create a schedule that yeah. fits you and your business. And of course, there are definitely sacrifices to be made too. Yeah, I agree. I feel like not that both Roshan and um, Xavier, like when they talk about side hustles, it's you always start with a side hustle. You can never just fully start something just because you want to start it. Unless you are very rich, right? I don't exactly. think you'll be able to like just start mm. a business from scratch. You will always agree. start from a side hustle yep. and then you build it up. Yeah. University is the place where you can explore or let's say experiment, okay? Because in terms of university, you primarily come here to develop your knowledge. And in terms of startup, you not just develop knowledge, but also develop experience, right? And when you're finishing your universities and you're going for a real life in terms of career, having a startup at that point of time is not a good thing because at that point of time, yeah, you may have at early, like after graduation, a short term, you can have a gap or something. But after a particular period, you need to find a job because money starts to play its influence on your life. So I guess university is the first place where we can experiment startups so that we can analyze whether you're the right person for a startup or whether the startup you have done is the right thing. Either ways, you can correct yourself. Yeah, I think uh, what Rosha mentioned is a good thing. And I mean, to put it into simpler terms, is that when you're working for a company, they may not necessarily allow you to have that side hustle to develop. Because previously, I have also uh, had experience where uh, I was working in the finance industry and they didn't allow me to continue my side hustle, which was totally in a different industry because they have that rule that... I think it might also be the fact that you are more front-facing. So because you are seen on the... Like, you are the face of your business. You are the face of, like, your channel. I mean, unless you are doing, like, maybe story channels or, of like, or vi- videos that don't require you to show your face. But more often than not... The video, your personality is what defines the channel. So because of that, you will run into issues where your company does not want you to be doing content because they don't want to be in case like anything happens or conflict of interest, even though sometimes I do think there's no conflict of interest. But that's the main thing. So your university provides you a very good experience, a very good place for you to start because... There's no restrictions. You can create student life content. You can do create. No, but any how con- does one manage it? We are going about side hustle. But yeah. what if I'm someone who I'm an engineering student? My book is packed. How okay, do someone I- is here as an engineer. Sorry. <laughs> someone in this room is an engineer. Okay. So, uh, I mean, the, how do you manage it? It's actually a very simple thing. You have to manage your timetable properly. You need True. to be diligent. You need to be effective in the things you do you can focus more on like planning your schedule so set aside maybe 30 minutes every Sunday plan your schedule for your next week when are you gonna shoot this video when are you gonna edit this video when are you gonna publish this video all these uh, timings can be fit into your schedule by and of course you do have to sacrifice sometimes with your friends and family because you want to do make this side hustle happen you have to put in the work and what I mean by putting in the work is sacrificing your uh time with like your exactly. entertainment time mm, mm, mm. don't play so many games I mean and you know what don't watch Netflix to be honest like 
prioritize your time and and if you're really willing or passionate for cuz we got a question i asked a friend and she was actually asking about how um how can she continue her side hustle cuz she has like a lot of work but i feel like as what Xavier said just prioritize your time know what is important put put that in your task create like a list and i think you should be good i mean follow your timetable diligently i think one thing is about being <coughs> self disciplined but when you and when you set uh like when you create your calendar and when you put things on your calendar you are telling yourself that yes i have to follow my calendar yeah. and don't give excuse to yourself like oh i'm tired today because everyone can be tired but if you constantly give yourself this excuse there's one time there'll be a second time there'll be a third time there'll be an end time and you'll never ever get started on your side hustle i going to say like uh don't netflix and chill at all you can netflix and chill but very small amount okay it's you can have a lot of time but a lot the maximum of your time towards your studies and your side hustle then prioritize your entertainment and the thing is that it helps you reduce your decision fatigue also because mm-hmm. you really make all your decision on sunday on what you're going to do the next coming week you don't have to be like waste time thinking oh i have some free time now what am i going to do because this is what something that i see a lot happening to a lot of people when like for example they have a one hour break between class they'll be like oh should i go to eat now should yeah, i go yeah, to study yeah. now by the time you're wasting every f- your precious 5 to 10 minutes but if you ha- already have a schedule prepared out Yeah, you and you know, know that is called decision fatigue that you actually become so tired because you have to choose and if you have everything like obviously we are not expecting you all to lay out every single detail like i'm going to pee at 2 or like i'm going to How can you ever tell when you're going to pee? <laughs> no, Help. It, oh, you know you really can. If you sit it comes. Or if you stand it comes. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea for me as well, okay? Don't look ask me as if you got an idea. I don't have an idea on what you're speaking. Next. <laughs> Next. Um no, but like what do you do you all use any apps to like plan or I I just use the calendar app. Okay. M- Man's a simple use plain old calendar and that does the job. The thing is that the calendar comes with a to-do task. True. If you never notice it, the calendar has thank a to-do you, task. Thank you. No, I I use Notion. I'm not sure. Does anyone use Notion? No, that? it's a paid app, so no. No, it's Wait, what free. Is that? It's free. So it's an app where you schedule like you create calendars, you can like you know, create your timetable, your routine, stuff like that. Oh. I don't know. I'll stick to Google Calendar. I'm new to this. I use Google Sheets and Trello for this. Basically. Wait, how do you use Google Sheets to plan your timetable? <laughs> Yeah, I just type out what I want to do, and I and also mention a date within which I want to get it done, and I kind of work. Uh, that sounds like that. terribly inefficient. For me, it works. Or okay. I it, I tried experimenting for four months. It worked, and I'm doing it now. Okay. It it See, takes a lot of time to, to do it. To each their okay. own, but as long as it works, that's good. Yeah, I think that's one way where you can really uh make sure that you get your side hustle done also. True. And also another thing is um, one thing is always. Think about uh, for me one advice I would give for university students is uh take modules that are similar. Uh, plan your modules well. Don't take five modules that are like all heavy and require you to do a lot of work. Uh, we all know that there are there are modules that are light and mm. there are modules that are heavy. If you take five heavy modules, you are definitely not allowing yourself uh, or giving yourself the time to actually do your side hustle. do a good balance across your university life agreed and and the reason why a lot of people start things in university life is network like if you if you're in school you see someone and you think they'll fit well in your side hustle be free to like talk to them and you know or get all the opportunities you can 
it's not just for you, like in university, but wherever you are, as long as you are open enough for like broad enough to connect both, I think you should be fine. But university is also a good place. Like what uh, Lakshmi mentioned, university is a good place precisely because of the number of people that you meet. Exactly. At work, you are fixed. You are mostly meeting the same group of people. But in university, we are meeting different people in different modules. And through talking to other people, you get new ideas. And also, like, if you find them to be a fit, you can always invite them to join your team. Agreed. And there's one last point that I want to mention about, yeah. like, uh, productivity and side hustle in the university is that um, the thing is that when we talk, when we meet people who like uh, come like who like this, I won't say discourages us, but maybe uh, put us down. You also have to think like, do they have a point? Uh, like that is correct. The thing is that when we face failures, we do not really have to like feel that it's our fault. Agreed. Because I I do notice that in university settings, a lot of people are not prepared to accept failures. You know that's such a true thing. Like. You keep failing in life, but in university, it's always pass, 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 pass. Like, no, it's not university. It's before university, it's always pass, pass, pass. It's true. only when university, you start facing failures. Because mm-hmm. that's the people that I've been meeting, like, in my university. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid to fail. When when you're afraid to fail, you will be afraid to take that very first step. The thing is, it's okay to be average. It really is. That's where everyone starts, you know? Yeah. The thing is, no one can become a Steve job in, like, one day. It's, it always takes like a few failures and like to have that few failures you have to have taken a lot of first steps into trying things yeah and like really putting yourself out there because many people who are listening to this might not want to have a side hustle and that's totally fine as long as you're putting yourself out there getting more opportunities doing anything not just school it's it, it broadens your horizon so that's really important and the most important thing is you don't have to be the 1% it's okay to be average because, I, I mean, I, in university, a lot of people uh, are, like, complaining that, oh, I'm not getting my A's anymore. Because for all their whole life, they have been getting A's. That's and true. they are not able to accept the B or B+, plus because they are average. But the thing is, being average is not a crime. Being average is... There's nothing wrong with being average. I would say, a- accept yourself in the process of learning, to summarize whatever these people said. Accept whatever you are, and move ahead with whatever you are, so that you are learning and you are improving yourself day by day. Uh, that's one way to put it but not everyone is into self-improvement <laughs> I would mm. say that's the thing but so I mean basically it's just being being okay with failing and being a, being okay with like getting put down or sometimes when people say that oh this is not gonna work out and maybe listen to them don't just be defensive and oh no my idea is great because Agreed. they might have a very good point to point they might point you in a better direction than what you have thought previously so the thing is always be open to criticism and always open to failures because they'll help you in your next, uh, help you get better and help you eventually succeed in the future. Always have a connect with people who mold you and who guide you in yeah. the path you are traveling. That will ensure that you're also keeping uh, whatever the efforts you're putting is, is the correct efforts and you get the correct output for the efforts you put. Maybe yeah. I would and add it's up always to this. important to like find, building on Rosha's point, um, finding a mentor. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You find a mentor. Uh, it, the mentor need not be an expert. I mean, if you're an expert, very good for you. But yeah. have a mentor who understands you basically. Yeah, that's so true. When, you're, when a person understands you, he will give the a personalized feedback. We don't want the feedback. We want something like a personalized feedback mm-hmm. that can help you a lot 
more okay it can help us a lot more when compared to a feedback from a mentor who has a little understanding about us yep yep so we have come to the end of the first part of uh, where we talk about uh how do you manage a uh, side hustle or business while you are full timing studying after the break uh we'll be moving on to when will when should we quit our full time job and focus on our side hustle and make the side hustle a full time job Welcome back to part 2 and here we're going to talk about at what point of time you should start focusing more towards side hustle and at what point you should fix your side hustle as your career so i think one of the main things that people would say is that when your side hustle has a fixed income so like yeah, at least income. if it has the potential to be financially worthy like if you if you know you see other people wanting to work with you you're getting more funds you know there's there's somewhere to go i think it's yeah as what lakshmi say when you see the potential to scale it up when yep. you as you are scaling up and you require more time and resources into the business then yes that's when you should take the leap of faith but provided you are financially sound i mean if you are living paycheck to paycheck then i wouldn't nice. advise it so because i think you'll probably struggle Yeah, settle your paychecks, and then you can start focusing a bit more on your side hustle. Yeah, start building yeah. up a start building up a reserve. Start building up us your savings that can tide you through the growth period of your company. Because yeah. if you don't have money to eat, then um, don't talk about your company. I think you have more important worries to think about. I agree. Yeah. So another point is that like uh, one thing that is always uh on the top of my mind is. Do you wait for your side hustle's income to mm. overtake that of your main job before you uh change your side hustle to your main job? What do you think? I guess uh, I'm not. Sh- I wouldn't be like sure of that. It's like I see the how the progress works. I would be focusing a bit more on that, and then the income as well. I wouldn't say it's like uh, I, a I mass agree. balance of both. Mm, I agree. I, I, I feel like that's how the rich people think, though, because you don't no, need to think about money. No, I disagree. Because like all my friends who are like startup owners. You see the potential. That doesn't mean you're like profiting, because all of them are like miserable. But how are you living? Like, what? How are you paying for your expenses then? No, because like you still get funds. Your like your liabilities are more, but you still get a minimum salary. So you are you're getting a normal like what three point five k salary. So you're not bad. It's just that your company per se is not profitable. So you're trying to ensure if there's more growth and potential, you're more invested into making it grow. So I I think I agree. With I guess mainly because we are thinking about different industries or so. Because Can, yeah, 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 because on my side, uh, and the media industry, uh, like when do you quit your job to become a full time influencer, full time, uh, media production, media film? You do not want to because media industry. Let's let's face it. Yeah, one project is maybe like five digits, twenty k, thirty k, but the thing is, you don't know when the projects are coming in. And makes sense. Makes sense. And because of the irregularity of the project, we often use like if your annual income from your projects is able to overtake your main salary, then that may be a consideration point for you to make that switch. But that doesn't mean um for all it doesn't means like you gotta with the respect to the efforts you put. Okay, are you in compare your job and the side hustle? 
the efforts you put towards job will be higher okay and considering that i am not sure whether the money earned through side hustle or come lower take the money earned through job it's i like, would disagree at a particular point uh, you may see that there have might be chances okay when, so, when you talk about the effort i would disagree with that because uh, sometimes the effort in the main job is actually lesser yeah that's yeah. based on job subjective to job i believe um i would say is i do agree subject to the job So if your job is more crucial then I say you should find a point where you feel that the side hustle has a potentiality but if it's the other way around like Xavier said then I guess yeah as per his plan or as per his wordings it works I mean I, his idea works I mean as for me I'm definitely much more conservative financially so um to me uh unless your side hustle is very like profitable I would never give up of uh, on my own stand I would never give up my own main job because I still need a decent salary. Maybe it's also cost a uh, like uh, for me. I'm interested in starting a family early, so I do have the considerations that I need the funds to start the family. No, but I I understand your point. But if I see your point, like then most startups would never start because what um Amazon I think it was just last year that they started becoming profitable. Until last year, they might be the most famous company, but they were still not profitable. You know, so if you estimate it based on If the ability to get profits, I think then no. But you mentioned about like for example, your friends uh, when they have a startup, they have a salary. Yeah. Then yes, then that's the point where you can sort. Okay. But the thing uh, is, so you're when, not necessarily talking about profit when you just have a income per se. Then yeah. just shift. Because not every company, especially in the media that's industry, you are not going to get funding. Uh, on in the on the media industry side, usually you ha- you are not gonna get funding because mm-hmm. there are so many different competitors out there. You have to fund your own start. True. You have to fund all the equipment and everything, and those costs add up. I also have one more point, or maybe one more factor. I I account okay. I'm not sure about these guys. Uh, I have a, like I have a family. Like I have my parents right now. Okay, in future I might I will have a family. So I would also ensure that. When I'm switching from my side hustle, I mean from a full job to a side hustle, I'll ensure that I can also manage funds for them because one way or the other they will be reliant on me. My parents will be reliant on me in future, so I should ensure that when I'm switching from a full time job to side hustle completely, I should stabilize myself and I should also stabilize my parents as well. Just sharing a very hot take over here: parents should not be dependent on the children. Oh, but I wouldn't never say because for the past twenty years I was dependent on them. Okay, it is a contradicting view. So I would say I don't feel anything wrong if parents are reliant on me in the later stages. So yeah, it's fine. Parents, Let's respect children, both the views. Yeah, okay. It's nice to know. So basically, what both of my friends here are saying is, account to all changes when you're shifting from. Something that you're doing part time to making it your full time job, but like your full time thing. See if it covers costs for your family members, for the lifestyle you want to live, and then take the decision. So, exactly yes. to the point. Yep. So yeah, that's what we were discussing. But boys, is there anything else we are missing out on? What else should someone account for? I think it's definitely time. Exactly, I was gonna say that. Go Because for it. Because if you think about it, if you have children and you are you like dedicating all of your time into your startup, then how are you gonna spend your time with your child? Your child's childhood is very important. <laughs> childhood needs parents' memories. I mean, parents' support so that they build beautiful memories. So, I think time is a factor in that. But 
when you're going and right now you're focusing on students okay so in that sense you should ensure the academic balance in point of view okay i have Wait, as a, time as a student work. you can never convert to full time on your side hustle right? Can. Your full time is in academics, and your full time is all. Yeah, I agree. Your full time. When you're graduating, academic. it's eventually they're gonna yeah, go yeah, a job. Yeah, yeah, but that's at a point when you graduate. Yeah, but till that point, that's the point you're gonna decide, right? But till that point, when you're preparing a side hustle, there comes the when you're graduating, there comes the question where they're gonna build a job based on my degree or build a job and a career based on my side hustle. Mm. So that comes this factor, the deciding factor, because you won't be st- even though there's a point. Okay, I say after bachelor's I gonna do masters, I gonna do PhD. After PhD, I don't guess there's a degree to work on. So at that point, that's a point you should decide when you're a student. Okay, and how do you decide is based on the progress and the output you get through that side hustle. I guess if then also the thing is like. You can also say that okay, I'm a good fit for a startup, but the startup I'm doing is not a good thing for me. I should focus on a different startup. This is the first point a person can take. Second thing is no, I'm not a startup guy. I should go for a corporate job. And the third point is, yeah, this is the startup I'm looking for. I'm a right fit for this. Let me go ahead with this. We have three learnings here. Which one is absolutely yours? Interesting points by both my friends here. Uh, so far, we've discussed two things: if you can financially rely on it, and second, if you have the time to do so. But I think one thing that we do not account for is um, I'm talking about like a business, not the media industry. Okay. Um, Xavier can correct me if I'm wrong, but also to see whether you like the team that you're working for, because many people when they start a side hustle, they have a lot of people that they would be working for, and if you you're going to put a lot of effort in your side hustle, and if the people you're working for are really not very great, you're gonna have a Very very bad time. Which people you mean? Your target audience or your teammates? I'm your kind teammates. of confused. I think both. Okay. But what do you mean by target audience? The people to whom you're gonna deliver your product. As far as yeah, but why would I care about them? Meaning, I'm just working for my startup, no? Oh uh, yeah, I had this doubt when you were saying just ah. a clarification purpose. Okay, okay, no, I mean like your teammates, yeah. Okay, so a good teammates is I think a building blocks for a startup. Yeah, that's true. A random true. quote by me. But in the media industry, like, do you? It's it's so it, like how about um you know the the like couple channels and stuff. You mean the vlogs? Sorry, what? vlogs. No, we're talking. I think she's mentioning about couple channels. It's a team, uh-huh. or like for example, all the uh brand channels. You oh just my god, the reasons. Not recent. It was last year. What were the the couple that just broke up? No, NOC. Yeah, NOC. Yeah, but basically for like uh. The thing about uh couple channels or brand channels mm. such as I mean brand channels in Singapore would be considered like uh Butterworks. Yep, yep. Uh, so th- those are operating on a brand. This is so for example from Butterworks. If I'm not wrong, they started as a team in poly polytechnic. Mm. Then they branched out when they when they succeeded with their videos after their polytechnic. They went full time into the media industry, and mostly doing corporate videos. So that is their business, and. For them, when should I mean like, this is where like for example you will consider like the team expect, whether you could see you will work well with your team, 
but uh, I'm not very familiar with the expect because I've never done team channels before. Mm, and uh, I mostly focus on solo. And I think yeah. most most content creators they focus on solo team. Yeah. And where they themselves are the CEO, CFO, CFO yeah. see everything. Yeah. yeah. So, but from team channels, I did consider one before. But one of the biggest issue that um we will face is that you need people of different specialty. Mm, okay. So in a media team, then they will definitely need someone who knows how to edit, someone who knows how to produce. Mm. You don't get five editors into a team because then there will be no creative direction. Yeah, makes sense. Makes I guess sense. this applies for every business. Aspect. Yeah, that's the plating for every business. And I think uh, in particular for the media industry, mm. one important part of it is that um, then I don't know, maybe for other industries also, I would think, is that there must always be like uh, happy as friends beyond the business. I agree. Because, I really agree. Because in the, I mean, in terms of media industry, you need to if not if every single time you do a video, you have to put on the act that you are friends. It's very 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 tiring, and I think it's more important because your camera facing. It's not like a business where okay the business is uh like our business hours is over. Okay, I'm going home. I'm gonna spend time with my family. But yeah. But in the media industry, you have to be front facing. What happened? Like the thing is about media industries, you. Everyone knows who are you, who you are, and when you go out, for example, if you all mm. go out, you all even talk, and people people can see what's going on. I think that's such an interesting point. Like, um, when you're working with someone to ensure that they are good friends as well, um, in in whatever you're starting, or like at least you respect their values and ideas is so important, which is really like well put by Xavier, because. It it really does add up to a lot. Like it 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 mounts the entire experience, and if that if that's not nice, then you know it's just another hassle that you have to deal in work. And yeah, it's hard to like. I mean, when you all reach, you all have a conflict. Mm. It's gonna be a big issue if you are like unable to resolve it. Agreed. I think this is where like working styles also matter. You might be good friends outside of the business, but can you all work together? Yeah, that's that's important. You know what? That's a good question. Like we all can be like good friends. But like in business wise, like when you start, because I'm not gonna lie, I hope my friends never listen to this. But I decided to start some things with my friends, and let's just say it's best to keep your friends, your friends, unless you know their business value, business acumen. You don't start with someone just because you all want to start something. You see whether you all have different skill sets and whether that comes together. If not, it's no point because you all are just heading nowhere. I think it's the same when it comes to uh, my close friends, like me and. Them are uh, we are very good friends. Uh, uh, like, but the thing issue is that we are both very we are all very strong headed. Mm. So if you have so many strong headed people in a team, it's not gonna work out. There's gonna be so much conflicts mm. because like, I mean the ideas are gonna clash over. Everyone's gonna think that they, they have the best idea, and there won't be democracy because everybody will just be voting for their own idea. <laughs> Agreed. And as friends, each of them should understand each other because in business the dynamics hugely vary and. As a friend, it's a first is a positive point. Each, you can understand each other how they can work in a business dynamic. But if you don't understand, I guess then maybe as a teamwork in terms of business, you're not suited. But if you can work well, you can great. You can make great things. I mean, another thing is that you all need to be working towards the same goals. I mean, your business cannot be, oh, I'm working towards this goal, but my friend is working to another goal. You all need to have a common goal to have a business together. Yeah, you can have different ways approaching the common goal. Okay. Yeah, but three people need, can have uh, three goals, and when you're having three different ways of approaching, okay, to a particular goal, see which approach is more feasible, 
and understand why okay mm. and stick to that and work as a team i would say that thing is a more better way of approaching as a team i would say that too so so far we've seen um see whether you have the financial capability see whether it supports the lifestyle see whether you have time and finally see if you've had a good team is there anything else you would like to add my friends here uh for as for me i don't have anything on top of my head but whatever you said i i would say yes to this he would say yes to this whatever. i have contributed so much opinions <laughs> i think i have okay. enough someone's blowing their own horn here so let's just let them blow it yeah um but yeah in that case if we don't have anything to say i think we will meet you next week stay tuned and this is radio pulse the sound of nus you're listening to broke no more and i'm lakshmi i'm javier and this is all with otto and shah rosha signing off see you soon stay healthy stay safe tata and bye bye